Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For a helicopter today. Do, do you just get bitter? Do you get bitter at him like, yeah, that's nice. That must be nice. You know I what I had when I was 12? An yeah, alley. I give him a little bit of that, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I do give him a little bit of that. Because there's a room in our house that has a, you know, a couch and a widescreen. And, and there's a PS4 up there. And, you know, and he's got like his own little game room. And, and I see Patty walking by bringing a tray of food to him and his friends. And I'm like... You know what, man? I go, that's obscene. <laughs> what you're doing right now is obscene. What you're doing is obscene. Because that just would have, ne- that could have never happened ever in my home. My my father, <laughs> you got a game room, Bill? It's right outside. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a never-ending limit. Go ahead. Randy Bauman and the DVE Morning Show. It's 5 after 6 at DVE. Here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. A good deal of sunshine and not nearly as chilly today. High temperature 47 degrees. Few clouds and 30 overnight tonight. Thursday, partly sunny. High temperature 49. I'm Scott Harbaugh in Severe Weather Center 11. It's 34 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by BobbyRayHall.com. I'm Val Porter. The Boil Water Advisory by Pennsylvania American Water Company is forcing the closure of some schools. The Bethel Park School District announced last night its schools will be closed today due to the lack of water. South Allegheny schools also closed today because of the advisory. Some districts in the affected area are open but say they won't be serving fresh produce and drinking fountains will remain covered. Water Buffalo are scattered through Washington and Allegheny counties while customers wait to find out when the advisory will be lifted. About 100,000 customers affected uh, due to that water boil advisory that started Monday after the test found cloudy water, which may indicate the presence of bacteria. The advisory could be lifted later today. Hopefully it will. Right, Jeff? Are, are you boiling? Affected by the, yeah. And oh. He's in the area. Really? So oh, the one thing that I've, I've noticed is that... Uh, if society collapses, if I have to, you know, if it all goes away, is that I'm going to have to abandon my family. <laughs> <laughs> They're so annoying right now, I have to just leave by myself. <laughs> I have my own bug out bag with my own little life straw. You're That's, on your own. I, I, you're on your own. You want to complain about not washing an apple? I'm going to Montana. <laughs> so, sorry. I, I went to the gym last night, and I guess the gym, my gym is in the affected area, and it said, you know, absolutely do not drink from the water fountain, and I, I almost fell apart. I was like, oh my God, this is like such a non-issue for me. Yeah. I really don't drink out of it a lot, but all of a sudden I was parched. It has now become... Basically, my wife and I are going to become doomsday preppers after this. Like, I'm talking about installing, like, a bank of rain barrels for the next time <laughs> yeah. this happens. Like, I want to put, like, a, a full gas tank in my backyard yeah. so I can fuel up my ATV just in case i got to retreat into the hills of West Virginia. <laughs> you need this really those, has opened my eyes. Those, uh, You know those pills that, like, help purify yeah. the water that, that Trump really didn't believe? No. That, that woman, did you, you remember that when he was down in Mexico? And they took some of the water and and they put some tubes in it and they're like, you're not going to drink that. 
He was like, yeah, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> Not I me. wouldn't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I need some of those. Oh, that's hilarious, though. You're on your own, everybody. It's, it only I'm took, leaving. It only took a water boil advisory for you to find all this <laughs> yeah, out. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. So think about when society actually collapses, how bad it's going to be. <laughs> Somebody knocked out the power grid? Yeah. <laughs> no good. A disturbing picture is becoming more clear in the case of the Texas church shooter. A 2012 police report shows he had previously planned to attack his Air Force superiors. El Paso police say he attempted to shoot his superiors at Holloman Air Base uh, in New Mexico, but he was caught sneaking firearms onto the base. He was put into a New Mexico, New Mexico mental health facility, but escaped. He was then found by police in West Texas. Officers say Kelly did not resist or suggest he wanted to hurt himself or others when they arrested him. He was then turned back over to New Mexico police. A new report also suggests that he went to an event at the church just days before the shooting. San Antonio Express News reports that he went to the First Baptist Church Sutherland Springs Fall Fun Festival just five days before Sunday's attack, one woman said she was surprised to see him there because he was having trouble with his family. She also says the church community hoped that Kelly was getting help with his problems and he wanted they wanted to help. Kelly shot up the church just days later before taking his own life after being shot by a civilian. A clear motive is still unknown. President Trump and the First Lady are in China. They toured Beijing's Forbidden City soon after arriving today on the president's Five Nation Asia tour. Trump was in South Korea earlier where he delivered a stern warning to North Korea to not underestimate the U.S. Trump will finish his tour with visits to Vietnam and the Philippines. Did anybody else see that, that speech that he gave? No, I waited till 9.15 and he still wasn't on, so I just turned it off. It was bizarre. He I gave heard, yeah. a history of the Korean War. Two Koreans. Did you feel like maybe they gave him a history of the, of the Korean uh, conflict, and, and he, he was uh, doing a book report, and he read he read that instead? <laughs> and his speech was tucked back in the briefcase, like the classic. <laughs> oh, you grabbed the wrong thing. <laughs> Wikipedia says. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks to the end of Daylight Savings Time and the clock change, we all maybe got an extra hour of sleep over the weekend. But if you've been losing sleep during the week, your body really doesn't care. Scientists say you can't make up lost sleep by staying in bed longer on the weekends. Two nights of 10 hours of sleep will not erase the damage of sleeping only six hours every other night of the week. Feels like it does, and that's good enough. <laughs> when you don't get enough sleep, <laughs> your ability to focus will be impaired, as we know. So now that we're all, all operating a new clock, do your best to uh, stay focused and maintain ideal health by getting enough sleep every night. I got may <laughs> I got maybe five hours last night. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm I probably got six. I got six. I I'm a, I'm trying to phrase this right, I'm a sleep wuss in that if I don't get like at least seven and a half hours, I'm a real... I'm a real prickly pear in the, the <laughs> next morning. And today, I, or last night, I watched the that Ric Flair 30 oh, yeah, for 30 that's, last night. That's what oh, kept so, me up. So I'm, I'm rough right now. No, that's what kept me up. I stayed up till 11 whole not? 30. Woo! Is that what time it went till 11.30? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it started at 10, so I didn't want to start it because yeah, I wanted to try too. to fall asleep before I planned. Before I was like, I just want to listen. I just want to watch enough to when my to friends start to texting back and right. forth that I'm, I'm like, yeah, I watched it too. 
and then I'll watch the rest on the man, but then I just got completely wrapped up. Oh, in yeah. It. it was riveting. Was It, it was awesome. Oh I laughed. God. I cried. I, yep. I, I, I did everything. It was unbelievable. Now, were you a wrestling fan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So this it's, oh, it's all right. Yeah. It's, but I didn't I really was, know I was a lot too about back him. in that day. See, the thing is, is I was more always like, w, he was never in the WWE. And the WWE hooked me in when I, when, you know, it was like the Undertaker days and everything like that. And then, you know, got me through high school, basically. And Ric Flair never really showed his face in that time frame. So I, did, I knew about him, but I didn't know that much about him. Yeah, I mean, he's the best trash talker of all time. Every single football player, sports player, anybody, anybody who's who has flash like A.B. or any, they all got it from him. This the, the masculinity that he exudes is unbelievable to the point where the whole story was basically like a warning tale because he lived mm -hmm. his life in a very poor way. He basically yep. lived his gimmick and like the first the, one of the first segments where he's starting to reveal like how messed up his life was, he was talking about going to a psychologist, and he's telling this the psychologist is asking him, you know, how many times do you <laughs> right. pleasure yourself a day? Oh. He's like two times a day every day, and he's like, <laughs> how much do you drink a day? He goes fifteen beers a day every day. And instead of being like, oh, that's terrible, my initial first thought was, I need to be more like Ric Flair, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, the, like this guy. If they, he's achieving, he's styling and profiling, doing that, I'm doing something wrong here. He slept with ten thousand women. The psychologist says, like, how long have you been doing this, drinking 15, 15 beers, beers a, day? a day? He's like, um, I what don't year know, is it? 1972, <laughs> so about 20 years. And the no. doctor's like, no, that you should be dead. This can't yeah. be. Unless you just drink it. As your drink, like water, how would you have time to drink this, 15 beers a day? Well, he fought 300, like, I'm sure Madden will be talking about it later today, but he fought 360 times a year. So still, after just... every fight, he had to come down with beers. So he said he would drink like 10 beers and then he'd get home and or the hotel and start drinking vodkas. He also said that he used to go back and forth from, he said he wrestled in Japan twice in a span of three days, which meant he went to Japan, flew back to the United States, and then went back why to Japan. Why would he do that? I don't know why. Why would he just stay there? But he said it's a 13-hour flight, and I drank the entire way, both ways, which is a four hours worth of 13-hour drinking <laughs> in three days. That's what you have to do if you're living in the big house on the big side of town. Custom made from head to toe. If uh, you're sick of pumpkin spice, you're in luck. There is a new fall flavor this year. The hot flavor is maple. <laughs> no, it's not. Unseating pumpkin spice. Maple spice. All that. So uh, maple-infused coffee, snacks, bacon, and booze even are very popular this fall. Can someone tell me what allspice is? It's a mixture. Isn't it like um, clove Is it for like Christmas more? And, uh it could, yeah, but it's it's a fall. I just find it to be a very Christmas. presumptuous spice. Like yeah. I am the all spice. Every <laughs> other spice bow before me. <laughs> That's a joke I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and scrap. I that. like it. No, no. we're talking about the all spice. all spice. You can go with alt spice, all spice. Yeah, There's all, all kinds yeah, of different sure. directions to go to. All spice, also called pimenta. Jamaican pimenta, myrtle pepper, is the dried, unripe fruit of the pimenta doica. Myrtle pepper sounds like an Agatha Christie character. <laughs> <laughs> 
What allspice is so much better than myrtle so pepper. It's, uh, it, it's like That's why they called it allspice. <laughs> yeah. It is not a mixture of spices. Is old spice related to allspice? Yes. It is. Yes. How? Uh they're brothers. Okay. <laughs> Older brother. Uh, we're not eating leftovers anymore. Americans throw away 27 million tons of food every year. 23% of that is still edible leftovers. In fact, according to a new study by the Natural Resources Defense Council, leftovers are the biggest source of edible food waste in American homes. I thought you were going to say 23% of that it was spinach. <laughs> That's the immediate thing that I put in my fridge that rots and I have to throw away. That has no shelf life. Spinach? Yeah. Raw See, or cooked? Raw. It's yeah. gone. Raw. Boy, I feel like sometimes that stuff will hang on, though. I'll, I, and, and every once in a while, like, it'll be, like, the bottom part of it will be all kind of wet, and I'll be like, I can salvage the, the top <laughs> yeah, yeah, of this. Pick out, yeah, you pick out. The right. Mm-hmm. And then you're going through each one of them, like, approved Does in the Does this pen. one have botulism? <laughs> no. <laughs> the hottest toy this year is basically a set of finger puppets called fingerlings. Have you seen these? Yeah. No. Guys with oh, yeah. kids. Uh, they're... In high demand, uh, which can only mean one thing, you're going to have to pay to get them. Fingerlings are battery-operated plastic creatures that sit on your fingers, but unlike regular finger puppets, the monkeys and unicorns blink, babble, and respond to touch, motion, and sound. They sell for about $14.99 at stores like Walmart and Toys R Us, but because they are in such high demand, they're being sold on third-party sites for about $180. Have you ever tried actually like playing with the finger puppet? No. They're fun for exactly seven milliseconds, and then you put them back in the bin where they came from. (laughs) Yeah, no, my daughters are both in the age where it's just the age of obsession. So anything that they play with, they become completely obsessed with. It was spinners for a little bit. It was these things called squishines where you you can squish it, and it slowly comes back to form. I mean, last year it was Hatchimals. This so, year, it's the fingerlings. So Hatchimals is like my pogs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What Basically, are pogs? they're milk caps. Oh. With like little decals on them, like uh, magic eight balls and yin yangs, and you know <laughs> things that you know an eighth grader would think was cool back in you know the mid nineties. You remember Tickle Me Elmo's, like how oh, yeah. that that craze, like. You know, there was scarcity, like all of a sudden these toys become like blood diamonds. (laughs) There's a a scarcity to them for no reason. Well, we started this with Billy Gardell yesterday, but I only got one one, uh, answer out. So (laughs) I'm going to continue it this morning. A new survey has run down the most common regrets people have on a regular basis. Number one was spending too much money. Number two on the list, (laughs) drinking so much it's made you puke. Oh That's yeah. That's their number 2 regret. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the number life? 2. That was the number 2 answer. Every time survey. I throw up, I from drinking, I'm always like, I just can't do this anymore. I'm too old to be throwing up. <laughs> I'm a dad now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Falling over and injuring yourself, that's not like something you do intentionally that no. you regret. That's an accident. Right. I got to stop falling down and going boom. I regret that car accident I got into. But have you ever, like, fallen down and your immediate instinctual reaction is, I need to get away from society? <laughs> like, you need to, like, ro- you know, if you fall on the, the road, you need to, like, roll into a sewer yeah, and, yeah. like, let it cool off for a little bit before you can reemerge. <laughs> I, you I, trip going up the stairs, you just sprint the rest of the way and then take yeah. off. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's for sure. Like, <laughs> nope, no, I wasn't injured at all in that. I did that one. I fell in the parking lot that one time, and you and somebody else saw me. 
Well, like, I saw it. you, and oh, then you, you were gone. You went down hard. I went. To, I've gone down a couple of times in this parking lot. Two times, really hard in the in our parking lot. One, I landed on my elbow, and the other one, I land. I just jammed my wrist bad. And it was just ice, straight ice. <laughs> I just got up. I'm like, I'm fine. And I came upstairs, and I had a meeting, which is why I was here. And I walked into the meeting, and my elbow just blew up. And I'm like, I, I think I have to go. And they're like, there's like salespeople waiting to meet with me with a client. And I'm like, hey guys, I just fell. I, uh, I don't think I can be here and think about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have, to, I have to go. I have to go to the hospital. I, I don't know. So did you go I, to the hospital? I went to the emergency care thing. I'm like, did I just crack my elbow? And they're like, uh, it's swollen pretty good, but I think you're all right. But I was like. To just point, I wanted to crawl in a hole. I couldn't yeah. sit in a, in a in a ten by ten room. I do this when I'm like, if you ever like, ch- like you're eating like a bagel and you choke. Like my first instinct is to get up and leave the room, which is not you want someone. You should be having right. someone to help you. But I'm like, <laughs> sorry to bother you with my choking. I'm just gonna go die alone by myself. You're like an here. animal that senses it's yeah. gonna die. You run into yeah. the woods. Seek solitude. <laughs> Posting something embarrassing on social media. That's probably affect a lot of people uh having a one night stand texting an ex and getting into a fight these All, seem uh, big regrets these are life regrets yes these seem like a high schooler's regrets yeah i was gonna I say this like what about like you know, really? not, not connecting with your children or like you know uh spending too much time at work or something like i would yeah. think those would be the big ones not traveling more yeah Jerry Garcia, Elton John, and Kurt Cobain are the latest rock stars to become Funko Pop Rocks figures. Uh, the late Grateful Dead frontman's figure will have his signature sunglasses and guitar. Elton John will get three versions in a white suit and hat with pink sunglasses and a cane, red, white, and blue suit with white glasses and a microphone, and a glitter version of the red, white, and blue suit that will be an FYE exclusive. The late Nirvana frontman will also get three figures, one featuring a familiar, uh, the familiar green and brown sweater and an electric guitar. An FYE exclusive has a tan sweater and acoustic guitar, and a Hot Topic exclusive has a black sweater and electric guitar. Uh, they missed the boat on this. They're not releasing them until January. They should have put those out in time for right. Christmas. But those could have been like the fingerlings for dads. Right. <laughs> Eric Clapton's new documentary is coming to the big screen. Life in 12 Bars will air on Showtime February 10th, but it will also hit uh, select theaters November 24th. The film documents Clapton's childhood, his struggles with substance abuse, and his legendary career. Sunny upper 40s for the high today. It's 34 DBE. Uh, It is Wednesday morning, and that, of course, means Mr. Wednesday is hanging out with us this morning. This one takes too long. It takes too long. It's it's to the point where if you're just tuning into DVE and you hear that, you're gonna be like, wow, they really changed their yeah. format. Slack, you gotta make a better edit on this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Yeah, there you go. It took forever to get to. I love how Slack takes the heat. Like he's the producer of that song. <laughs> he's the producer of that uh, <laughs> show. That cut, yeah, of that show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when we come back, Mike Pursuit has got a sports update for you. Uh, the Pens uh, added against Rick Tockett's squad last night. And a look ahead at the weekend, Steelers-Colts. Not all stations cover the sports. Mike Pursuit has got your sports right now on the DVE Morning Show. Mike. Sports Tower brought to you by Stevenson Law Offices. The Penguins got Justin Schultz back into the lineup last night against Arizona after a six-game absence due to a concussion. Schultz apparently eager to get back involved and contributing again. And the Penguins grab it quickly, and they're up and out. To the right side, it will go to Phil Kessel. Goes cross rink over to Evgeny Malkin. Down low to Schultz. Johnny scores. He beats Rana. Schultz along the goal line in front. The Penguins have taken an early 1-0 lead, 59 seconds in. Welcome back, number four. Great balls of fire. I almost felt bad for that goalie. Penguins also had (laughs) Matt Murray between the pipes, and when Matt Murray's between the pipes at the PPG Paints Arena, good things tend to happen. Blocked by the Penguins' rush. Keller, though, finds it again to Ekman Larson, a heavy blast. And Matt Murray's got that puck with a minute to go. Here in the third period and freezes with the whistle sounding. It winds up 3-1 to Penguins. Back from the road, back at home, and uh, back to doing what they expect to do. In addition to the Schultz goal, Evgeny Malkin had a goal and two assists for three points. He was plus two. Phil Kessel had a goal and two assists for three points. He was plus two. Penguins three, Coyotes one. To get Schultz back into the lineup, the Pens reassigned defenseman Zach Trotman to the uh, American Hockey League. Trotman back to Wilkes-Barre-Scranton as Schultz comes off the injured reserve list. The Penguins extend their winning streak at PPG Paints Arena to five games, and they uh, have gotten a point in every game at home this year, 5-0-1 after that uh, season-opening loss in overtime to St. Louis. Murray uh, won his ninth decision of the year. And he's got a six-game unbeaten streak on home ice, uh, 5-0-1. He's been the goaltender of record for every home game. Phil Kessel, with his three points, now has 19 on the season, five goals and 14 assists. Pens will be at Nash- at Washington on Friday and at Nashville on Saturday. Another one of those dreaded back-to-backs coming up. Mm-hmm. The but, Coyotes just, it, it, in your opinion, is the Coyotes like one of the most hopeless organizations? Like, if you get traded there as a hockey player, are you just like, eh, all right, I'm just getting a paycheck? You know, it hasn't always been. There's been a few years where, they're all right, where yeah. they've been pretty good, but uh, issues out there, arena issues and It seems like they're trying to run out the clock, like wait till somebody tells us you can't be a franchise Organization anymore. issues. Uh, well, they're physical now under Talkit. They have the most hits in the league, but you can't win. You got Eventually, you have to score. Yeah, just taking penalties constantly doesn't <laughs> seem to be the way to go. I mean, they have some toughness, and that's because of the rocket. But 
He used Talent to, is the issue. He used to issue. score as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just play tough. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't gotten around to teaching them that yet. Well, it's early. Maybe he's starting slow. Baby steps. <laughs> Guys, first we're going to be tough. We'll get to scoring in the second half. Hit everything that moves. They have 400 hits coming how's, into last night. How's that working out for them? Not good. <laughs> Two and 13. Mike Tomlin meeting the media yesterday on the south side as he does on Tuesdays. He revealed what the Steelers learned about themselves during their self-scouting period during the bye week. And not a lot of rocket scientry <laughs> no. in terms of what the Steelers have to be better at. They're, they're minus one in takeaway giveaway. Mike Tomlin said, uh, quote, we need to take care of the ball better. We need to get the ball more. Sounds like that would help. Uh, and he also talked about splash plays not being made on offense and defense. He thinks that's an area where the Steelers can improve. He cited uh, as examples the Martavis Bryant play in Chicago, the first play of the game, the deep ball down the right sideline that wasn't caught. And uh, he also brought up Ryan Shazier not intercepting that pass at the end of the Lions game. And while that, oh, did, yeah. that didn't cost the Steelers a victory, it should have been a pick six. Yeah. And if it had been a pick six, then the offense wouldn't have had to get a couple first downs and bleed the rest of the clock out. So uh, the Steelers looking to become more opportunistic and more splashy on both sides of the ball. Tomlinson, great teams tend to have a flair for the dramatic. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Not always. Not always, but uh, that stuff would help. Steelers getting ready for the Colts. On yeah, because they weren't stopping them until they got to the goal line that game. So it was a little nerve-wracking to think that we were going to turn the ball back over to Matt Stafford. Yes. And Shazier intercepts it, game over. And it was, it was fourth down, so it did, they got the ball back. But No, but if he goes. Stafford threw it right to him. Right. And he, had, he was running toward the ball. <laughs> and he had nothing but green in front of him. That, was, that would have been a long touchdown. Uh, Those are first half things to work out. Now yes. it's the second half. Time to execute on all points going forward. Now you really don't have any of the of the excuses that you were able to lean on in the you know first eight games of well we, you know we're figuring it out developing this team needs now to accept its identity. Yeah, and you know it it can be a little more high scoring. I think Mark Davis, Tomlin talking about Mark Davis Bryant as well about how well Tomlin. Uh, Perceived Bryant to accept his discipline, how hard he had worked in practice, and he expects that he's going to play. Good deal. Against Indianapolis. Uh, Stefan to Vance McDonald, Marcus Gilbert all working their way back from injury, and Tomlin also included Mike Mitchell in that category. He said he had an Achilles injury. Mitchell did uh, at the end of the Lions game. But uh, the Steelers will take a look at all those guys this week as they get ready for the Colts on Sunday in Indianapolis. The uh, latest college football playoff rankings are out. It's still Georgia. Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson in possession of the top four spots. Penn State drops seven spots to number 14 after Saturday's 27-24 loss to Michigan State. Baseball news, the uh, Gold Glove Awards are out. You want me to go through all these or do we care? All right. <laughs> they gave out one at every position. They do it every year. Yeah, I'm. And uh, <laughs> sad news in the world of baseball, uh, Roy Halladay, a two-time Cy Young Award-winning pitcher, died in a plane crash in the Gulf of Mexico on Tuesday. He was just 40 years of age. That was pretty shocking. But Al- he, he was, like, into flying planes, I guess. That was, like, his hobby, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, yeah, probably more than his hobby. Yeah. His family was involved in it, too, wasn't it? His dad was a pilot. 
Halliday went uh, 203 and 105 with a 3.38 ERA in his 16-year career with the Blue Jays and Phillies. Threw a perfect game with Philadelphia in 2010 and then a no-hitter against the Reds in the postseason that season. He joined Don Larson as uh, the only pitchers to throw a no-hitter in postseason history. Halliday also winning the Cy Young Award in 2003 with the Blue Jays and in 2010 with the Phillies. He will be eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2019 unless they opt to just go ahead and put him in now. Hmm. That would probably be a nice gesture. A lot of people uh, really taking that one hard. Roy Holiday, uh, by all accounts, as good a guy as he was a pitcher, and he was a really good pitcher. No hitter in his first postseason appearance? Two Cy Youngs. Is that, was that wrong? Do I have that wrong? First wor- What is it, Slack? Slack's giving me the uh-uh. That ain't right. No, that wasn't his first postseason appearance in the no-hitter. Okay. The 2010 game. Well, at any rate, he had a ridiculous winning percentage. 40 years is really young to die. So, And it's a really weird and bizarre way to die, a single-engine plane. He was tweeting out pictures of him flying in it last week. He's like, look at these beautiful views. He was taking, yeah. like, movies and stuff. Crazy. Eerie. Mike, thanks so much. Val, what do you got coming up top of the hour? Well, one criminal came up with a brilliant way to get out of an investigation and an interrogation. We'll talk about it coming up. Merrill Hodge uh, next hour. Mark Madden in the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to talk about that Ric Flair documentary. Well, the 30 for 30 that went on last night on ESPN, which I didn't realize was 90 minutes. Woo. Uh, but, boy, was there a lot of anticipation for that online. That was, the, that was like the, the most highly anticipated show on all of my social media platforms. Yeah, I was going to say, in terms of marketing dollars spent this week, I think it was the Justice League movie, <laughs> which is like putting stickers on Chiquita Bananas uh, to promote it, and then the Ric Flair documentary was second behind that. By the way, this uh, I have a banana this morning. Uh, it's a, a Dole banana. The stickers on my Dole bananas, were there were Star Wars stickers on them this week. <laughs> yeah. I have Star Wars bananas. Let- there has to be some sort of weird psychological testing that goes on that's like when people's potassium levels go up, they think of <laughs> Jedis. <And> so... <laughs> Mr. Wednesday, Jeff Conkle hanging out with us. It doesn't have to be old. Today at Walmart.com and on the Walmart app. That's the Kids Gift Catalog at Walmart.com and on the Walmart app. It is the DV Morning Show. Mr. Wednesday, Jeff Conkle is hanging out with us this morning. Well, when Harry Connick Jr. went to daytime television, I was thinking to myself, what? what is he doing? This is one of the greatest musicians, and the legacy of New Orleans piano players uh, has sort of rested on his keeping that alive nationally. He was the symbol, like worldwide, uh, of New Orleans piano playing and that style, which is like something near and dear to my heart. And Certainly there are tremendous players who people know down in New Orleans, but you know, the average person knew Harry Connick Jr. So I'm thinking, hey, you were already doing movies and you were still able to be a recording star. Why do you want to go into daytime television? I think I know. <clears throat> the list of top-earning daytime television hosts from Forbes. He can't be on this. It's like No, his- he's not on it. But I had no idea how much money these people make. What's oh, considered is it bank. not just daytime television? It's, it's- TV. Dr. Judge Phil. Judge Judy is always the highest. So, number 10 is Heidi Klum. I don't even know what she hosts. Oh, yeah. She does that uh, America's Daytime? Got Talent. 
This is just TV. It's not daytime. Okay, I'm sorry. But the top earners are daytime. This is my point. Mm. Like afternoon. Mm-hmm. Heidi Klum makes $21 million. I don't know what she does. Michael Strahan, $21.5 million on television. Wow. How much what did it, he make playing? For, for Good not Morning that America? Much. Is that That's what he's on now. Well, he's on, I believe, mm-hmm. Fox or ESPN. He's oh, on, yeah. He has, a, he has a bunch of jobs. He's on one of the pre-games, right. too. Sean Hannity makes $36 million from Fox News. And he makes wow. almost that much from his radio show, if not more, too. I mean, yeah. he makes a ton. Bill O'Reilly made $37 million last year. <clears throat> That's okay. five million more than he had to pay out. <laughs> Steve Harvey made forty-two and a half million dollars last year. Steve Harvey hasn't said no to a gig in like three <laughs> years, though. I mean, he's, Samuel he's doing Jackson NBC. Or... <laughs> I mean, he's all over the place. Oh yeah, he hosts his. I show mean, you couldn't even name popular. all the shows. Well, yeah, he... he does Family Feud. He's got his talk show. He does that little Tykes. Yep. Show. <sighs> I don't know. All I can think he of. He hosts uh, beauty pageants and gets the wrong name. <laughs> My niece got obsessed with his teeth, and she kept sending me pictures of his teeth, which was like the funniest <laughs> thing. I kept getting these texts of her. She's like, look at Steve Harvey's teeth. They're and huge. It, it, but it, he had like, his mustache was like always brilliantly lit around his teeth. I don't know. It was just a strange thing. <laughs> that and I can only think his of His mustache is like a garland on somebody's <laughs> mantle. It's <laughs> <laughs> huge. That and the, those greased up shirtless pictures that he took, with him wearing jeans and he's like, yeah, what was he doing there? I, I have no idea, but he's all he's all shiny and like greased up for some photo shoot. Uh, but he made forty one million dollars, so I mean forty two and a half. I'm sorry, Simon Cowell made forty three and a half. I don't even know what Simon Cowell does. I think he just produces. Yeah. like isn't he a producer on basically every? singing show on television I think at this he's point. a judge on something also he's, he's on judge. America's Got Talent yeah and I think he produced that show okay. like brought it to the to the US 43 and a half million I mean think how many times he's made this much money I mean, Simon Cowell has to be insanely wealthy uh, Judge Judy is next at number four wow want to guess 86 no no <gasps> Fifty-three. Forty-seven million dollars yeah. for Judge Judy. That's crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I think this is what happens. Now you start getting into the people that own their own shows. So in other words, they're not paying like they're not getting paid by an NBC or an ABC. Like they own the show they and then all. they sell right. it to ABC or NBC or whoever. Ryan Seacrest is third. His television revenue only. Fifty-eight million dollars, and he makes about a hundred million from our company. Yeah, wow. Think about this. Uh, he that's produced, an exaggeration. He, but... he is the executive producer of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, that wow. just celebrated that. a decade in TV. Really? Huh. Yeah. Oh my God. So there's a lot to blame Ryan Seacrest for. Yes. <laughs> Number two, Ellen DeGeneres. This is staggering to me. Staggering. Sixty. Seventy-seven Ooh, million mama. dollars for Ellen DeGeneres. Can you believe that? I'm telling you, though, she has the like twenty-eight to probably forty-year-old female demographic. Like, not my, since my wife is staying home for, for while she's on maternity leave, mm-hmm. she is like a devout disciple of Ellen. Really? Anything yeah. that she oh, yeah. says is hilarious. Everything that she does is cute. I mean, she is totally bought in. She has a heart. She's funny. 
She has pop culture people on all the time. Number one. And, and this, this is it, weird. I'm gonna I guess can't Oprah. think of it. This is, I am incensed by this. Oh, is it the big O? No, no, it's no, an but it's her, but it's, it's her offshoot. fault. Uh, it's Dr. the mustached Dr. rider. Phil. Yeah, it has to be Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil makes $79 million. This is a guy who lost his medical license in Texas. Uh, he, Wasn't he facing sexual harassment? Yes. Well, he was, should have himself on the show. 79. <laughs> no, we're going to talk to myself. <laughs> just him looking in a mirror. Yeah, just that creepy, Stuart weird Smalley. thing where he walks out with his wife. For some reason in my gym, they they blast the TVs in one of the room, rooms, and it's always on the channel that Dr. Phil is on. So occasionally if I go early, I'll have to like work out for a portion of my workout in the Dr. Phil room. And it's always like, oh, this is awful. What do you have to do to lose your medical license in Texas? <laughs> we tried putting the leeches on these gay people, and they're still gay. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> that is a great question. Somebody has to look into that. We put leeches on the gay people, but they liked it. <laughs> um, that's uh, Dr. Phil, $79 million. Is anybody else playing this game since Donald Trump became president? Is anybody else thinking, like, he could probably be the president? If he ran, he could probably be the president. Because I am 100% convinced if The Rock ran, The Rock would win. Yes. Easy. Yeah. Not even a question. A year today. Oh. Well, we've come a long way, Phil. what, What if Dr. Phil and Ellen ran together as a ticket? Who would be on top of the ticket? The mustache. <laughs> that would be their sign. Ride the mustache all the way to the right White House. <laughs> be like a mustache and then like just like white little tennis shoes underneath. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff Conkle's Mr. A Wednesday. dancing mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff Conkle, what do you got going on? Uh, I'll be at the Loaded Show this weekend. With, Saturday uh, night. Sean Collier and everybody. It's going to be a good show. Yeah, I'll be there as well. Can't wait. You're going to be there too, Bill? Oh, yeah. This is the last one of the year. Last one of the year. So uh, this Saturday at Club Cafe, get your tickets at clubcafelive.com. Jeff Conkle will be there. Uh, uh, Bill Crawford, Sean Collier, a whole host of other Pittsburgh comics. And uh, we'll see you there Saturday night. Val has news next. What do you got, Valerie? We'll talk about the guy who came up with uh, an ingenious way to get out of a police interrogation. Merrill Hodge. And we'll be talking the Ric Flair 30 for 30 with uh, Mark Madden coming up in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. Hi, folks. Jim Ellis here, owner of Late Model. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.